entire interview, you're gonna be you're gonna be tempted to look at me. Do not look at me. Do not. Wow, really? No. Look straight at the camera. That's definitely gonna be a challenge, but I'm with that. That's all right. Listen, huh? I will be. Okay. I will be. For real. I'm you. It's crazy. I, I just have a thing about like looking at people when I talk to them. That's all right. I'll be directing you. You're not doing like this. You need to focus. All right, guys, I'm going to start recording in five, four, three, two, one. It is me, the executive producer, host of Saturday Night Buffalo. It's B. Talia, y'all. And I would just let y'all know that uh, this is a very, very special edition. We uh, recently have went national, and we are here in Atlanta, Georgia, where L.A.'s own Elijah Banks. What the fuck? Is, you looking cool as hell on my camera right now. <laughs> Shout out to Edgewood. Y'all always show me a good time. Uh, we at OG Hood Riches. Uh, shout out to OG Hood Riches. Man, Rich. shout out to OG Hood Riches. Big shout out to we, uh, we about to go over to his compound and sh okay. uh, do a little two songs for these three million people, you know, on this on this live stream and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, tomorrow we're going to pull up the compound with my nigga Tory Lanez. Okay. Shout out, shout out okay. to GP. Be and careful then, in the club one. I'm just playing. Hey, that's, <laughs> family. that's family. You know what I'm saying? I'm just it's playing. Good. It's, it's only good. a joke, Tori. It's only a joke. <laughs> and but then Sunday, uh, we're going to be at brunch with Lamar Odom. So, so, oh, okay. You know He's tall as hell. Yeah. It's my boy. You ever greeted like a tall nigga? It make me feel mad awkward. I'm not going to hold Well, see, I'm a tall nigga, so it's not. It's never But that's a tall, me. tall nigga. I'm a tall you nigga. got it. You know You got it. <laughs> you got it. Listen, Elijah, they all know what you're famous for, but I just want to let them know because this this is going to reach a lot of smaller, you know, uh, markets. Guys, this is the motherfucker. This is the nigga responsible for WCW. Woman Crush Wednesday. Ow. Ow. Uh, the, song, the song's your girl singing, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. Is that the song that they should be singing to their girl? Yeah. No, nah, that's the song they girl singing to them. Oh. Oh. Because they like the song so much. Mm. The bitches love it. Man. Elijah, how the fuck did you come up with that song? What's the backstory on that? Man, good energy, good people in the studio, mm -hmm. right, right production, right time. You know what I'm saying? So just regular movie. It was a regular. It was a regular Wednesday. It was a regular Wednesday. In downtown LA, and shit, you know, my boy Dave Vinci came through with the production, and okay, the rest is history. I promise you. So when you dropped it, right? Mm -hmm. What 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 reaction were you looking to get from people? How like when it went viral and it it just had that type of reception? What how did that feel? Like did you expect that? Uh, I didn't expect for it to catch on the way it caught on. Okay. But I definitely knew that we was gonna do some damage when I dropped it. 
because it was a it was a new sound that I was getting involved with, um, especially for LA. LA is known for a lot of different sounds, but right now they're known for like you know the gangster rap, the the turn up, the mm-hmm. function. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm taking a total different approach. So I I just uh, come on, even look at my hat, man. You know what I'm saying? I love uh, it. I'm, I, I'm a hat. I stick out like a sore thumb. So it's just like it was different, and I just felt like we was gonna shake them up. I like how you I like how you mix that LA Atlanta swag. I'm loving what you got going on. Love your outfit. You did Thank that you. shit. Thank you. Listen, how long have you been doing music? What what made you get into music? Um, I've always had a love for music. Okay. I've always had a love for music to the point where like even when I was young, you know how the DJs be mixing in the other song, I would always know what song was coming right after it, as soon as they mix it. And my mom was always impressed, like, how do you know that? And I'm like, bro, I just hear things. I taught myself how to play piano yeah. without knowing how to read music just by string stringing a uh, certain, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, rhythms together, you know what I'm saying? So it was, it was kind of, it was just unique and I just felt like uh, I had something special. So you got this hit, you know, went viral, famous, everybody know who the fuck you are. You're like a house, your song is a household brand at this point. What should we be expecting from you this year? Because that's big to top. Um, man, we finna roll out. We finna we finna get this rollout going soon. Uh, Mr. Banks, the EP, my debut project is done. You know what I'm saying? We we finishing up a couple little little things because I'm very I'm a hard critic on my on my work. But um, yeah, expect Mr. Banks coming very soon. Okay. Mr. Banks, the deluxe album, you know what I'm saying, the deluxe version of that. Uh, we, we, yeah, yeah. That's I got cool. a, I got a marketing question for you because I'm, I'm, I'm. This is what I want to know because there's a lot of people. I deal with smaller markets, and you know, a lot of people they're getting a lot of press, and you know, when they get their first press run and they're getting the attention, they go crazy, they love it. So I want to know what the experience is, how you go from, you know, not being too noticed to, to you know, having this all attention. You took the attention out of the roof. How are you going to, how is Mr. Banks going to compete with WCW? What's your market? Women Crash Wednesday ain't ain't, ain't nothing compared to what we're cooking up right now. Oh. I I, I promise you. I promise you. You you heard that new pop country record I just dropped? I'm listening to you. You know what I'm saying? That pop country record, that's special. I feel like everybody. You got a special sound. Trust me. We, we, I can't wait. I can't wait to drop everything that we let me ask you this. So, as you, you know, received all your hype and your attention for your music and everything else, you know, there's a lot going on in the country. There's a lot going on with our people. There's a lot going on in our community. Thanks. And um, there's definitely a lot that happened in your city. Rest in peace, Kobe. Shout out to LA. I Man. definitely got to give y'all that. How did um, you having this, all this attention and you being publicized, how did you... What responsibility did you feel to use your voice, you know, to talk about the what we have going on? Um, that's crazy that you asked me that. So, like I said, I'm a pop artist, mm-hmm. so I, you know, I do music for the clubs and like you know different situations. Yeah. Um, when everything was going on with uh, the riots and, mm-hmm. and people burning yeah, they down, tore LA L- fuck yeah, up. they they tore LA down. I was actually in Arizona at the time. Okay. We was working on uh, on a project, and I was watching everything go down. And you know, Arizona, Arizona to California, that's a long drive. Okay. And 
I'm just looking at everything on my way back and I felt like I was upset. I was upset at what was going on and I felt like I needed to use my voice to to at least try and influence my people. Right. And you know, and tell them how I felt about the situation. So what I did was we have this record called Murder on the Ave and it's basically about police killing black men and black women out here. And when I got back to LA, we shot a video for it. You know, I wrote the treatment out, I directed it, I sat with the uh, the, the shooter for 14 hours and edited it. You know what I'm saying? My whole team came together and put together something I felt was special for the time and that was different for what I'm known for doing. And I felt like that was one of the ways I could use my influence to, uh, to you know, to give back right. um, in, in, a, in, a, in a sense because some people don't even listen when you're talking, but they'll listen to a song for sure. Do you feel like that? That made an impact. Did you make? Do you feel like you made a good impact with what you did? For the people who saw it, I felt as especially the way we did it, like uh, the way I wrote out the treatment. Okay. The second verse, we reenacted what happened to Breonna Taylor, and I felt like uh, you know I looked at the reactions on YouTube and stuff like that. When when he gets to that part, people's faces. It's like uh, that 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 showed me that I made a, a little bit of impact for the people that at least saw the video because their their faces told me how their how their emotion felt. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. that, I felt like that was pretty cool. Music but, isn't to be heard. Some music is to be heard. Some people make music to be heard. Music is to be felt. And I always address um, I always address this in all my interviews. You know, with all the power that we that you gain, you know, with your career. Uh, we owe a lot more to the game. Mm -hmm. We owe a lot more to our people than, you know, we we have influence over them, and it's important what, we, what we're we putting doing. out to them. You see what I'm saying? There's right. kids that look up to you. There's kids that are listening to you. I want to be like Elijah. I want to, you see what I'm saying? So I think it's, I definitely always press all artists about what they're doing for the community and where they're at. Um, you got to do things consciously and with, and with intent. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people don't. You know, some some people they you know they just creatives, man. They don't they don't think that far into it. Some people just you know don't care. I always like to get a good perspective. Um, you know, it's a lot it's a lot going on in the music industry right now. It's a lot of power shifts going on. It's a lot of changes being made. Where do you see yourself and your career? You know, in the midst of all of this, do you think that because of COVID and everything that happened that this you know has impacted you negatively, or have you seen yourself? Or is that you on the other end? Positive. I know Positively, that's like, you know, um, when corn, there's one memory about quarantine and in, in the COVID that I will always remember. Mm -hmm. My brother called me and he said, I think I fixed the problem. I, we, I think I found a solution to all of our problems. Uh -huh. I said, what, what you got? He said, I'm buying a studio. Okay. I said, okay. And he built that studio. And I feel like COVID motivated him to build the studio. And without that studio, I'm gonna be honest, I wouldn't have been able to record so viciously this year, which is going to prepare me for when the floodgates open. And uh, I feel like quarantine and COVID and everybody, we were moving around a lot, but I felt like we were doing a lot and we weren't, uh, we were going nowhere fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I felt like quarantine allowed people to sit down, make a plan, and execute, and follow through with it. So Let I'm actually thankful for that shit. So this is, I, I think I brought this up on Clubhouse one time. I'm not sure if you was in the room, but I think you were in that room. 
you know, it's a, like I said, it's a lot of changes being made. It's some power shifts going on and some people that's not very happy. Um, <laughs> that's not very happy at all. <laughs> and they haven't been happy for a little second now. Um, and we talking about major, you know, major brands, major distributors. Like, you know, there's a lot of things going on. Do you ever stop to think about what your, you know, execution plan may be if things were to go back to quote unquote normal? How to, you know, we got a lot of surplus of, a lot of people, including myself, have a lot of surplus of business and opportunity because it's been taken from someone else. You know they want that back, right? Mm -hmm. What you gonna do? We gonna go harder. Okay. That's, that's my solution to everything. Like, I'm waiting for everything to open up because it's gonna be a flood. Got a flood of everything that you've been working on, everything that you, everything that you've been plotting on every little day, it's ready to just, don't talk, don't talk at all. Anymore, just literally, just just execute. Do it. Just execute. Cause I think during quarantine we had a you had too much time. You know what I'm saying to get your shit together. So there's no excuse. I hear you. I, I definitely hear you. I want to definitely revisit you in a year. I, I can't wait. You know I'll be covering the things that you do. Oh yeah, the year. For I definitely sure. gotta you know cover that EP. What do you, what is your message to let's say my city? You know this is primarily based in Buffalo. What is your message to my city, a city on fire with a bunch of, you know, we're up and coming. We only have one established, a couple, three established artists, established, established out of our city. What is your message to us coming from a big city and, you know, being able to attain those heights that we're gearing towards? I come with the good shit. Y'all don't never know what to say to me.